Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Aqua Bar in Seattle on the court of 3rd and Bell. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Fancy in Seattle. If you play off Chick Chat, we'll be joining us later. Irina Safarian, our happy hour girl over on the east side, and our guest host, Miley, of the new Seattle Celebrity Buzz. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm thinking I want to switch my introduction to Irina's, the happy hour girl. I know, she's a little happy. You just. No, no, I, we have to turn it on, sweetie. If I follow you around, you're in <laughs> trouble. That's great. She's a happy hour girl. This is happy. I know. This I really like my title. That's great. I went from party girl a couple of weeks ago to happy hour girl. <laughs> Love that. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. It looks like we're going to have feedback. Yummy. Okay. <laughs> so on today's show, um, we are going to be enjoying the fabulous food and happy hour of Aqua Bar. They have been so gracious as to open up their happy hour for the entire night. Um, beverages start at like $4 and great, great food. Great food. Someone's uh, phone is ringing. That's not socially savvy. Watch it off. It'll girl. be mine. It's yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to know where she's socially unsavvy. Okay, so today on the show, um, we are going to be doing our live on-air tasting with um, 14 Hand Chardonnay, which is one of the beverages that they have here on the menu at Aqua Bar. Um, During the regular business hours, it's $7 a glass, and during happy hour, it's 4 So all of my lovely hosts, uh, if you want to take a uh, moment to take a sip and a swirl and a sniff, not necessarily order, and um, what you think. Some of the other things we're going to be covering on the show while we're doing this, I will um, give you a heads up. It's going to be how not to get unfriended in social media, qualities of a successful event, socially acceptable and unacceptable is to be introduced today on the show, and our interview with Miley of Celebrity Buzz and David of Aquabar are going to be the main parts of the show. We also have a special guest, Ryan, who is our secret sponsor, and he's going to be coming and telling us about what our secret sponsor product is. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We'll be following that with the Duchess Report, what's going on in the Bellevue, Seattle area, and what happened last week. So ladies, what do you think? What do you think of this Chardonnay? I'm typically not a Chardonnay fan. However, I do find that I see apples and pears out for me. I'm not getting the spice, which is great for me, um, but, I, but I'm getting the kind of the butter, too. So this is Chardonnay. I thought when you said take a sip, I was taking like three goals. So. <laughs> <laughs> happy hour, you know, I love it. I really like the pear flavor, and I love that it's the same kind of flavor that we had with the sake that you brought. Yeah, that's with right. The sake tasting that we yeah. had. So this is really good. I like it. What do you think, Miley? I think it's delicious. I'm definitely not a wine expert, so I don't want to <laughs> give any notes, but um, I'm a wine drinker, and I love it. <laughs> it awesome. is nummy. I'm not particularly a, a Chardonnay fan, usually, but this does not have the overly heavy tones of that oaky nutty. Yes. It's kind of more of a backdrop, Yeah. so you get to enjoy it. And you're right. I like the um, the the apple. You can definitely taste the apple and the pear in it, which right. makes it fresh. 
in my opinion, this is a great white wine. If you're not a big white wine fan, I think you probably enjoy this, especially if you're trying to, to match it with, with like fish or something. Mm-hmm. That's really refreshing for the season. Cause, yes. You know, now that we're coming springtime, I know it doesn't look like it outside, but <laughs> <laughs> and we can drink it, though. Yes, drink that. Well, and we're avid drinkers, so we'll drink, you know, as long as it tastes fabulous and we love it, I think, yeah, we're open to it. <laughs> So I would like to take this opportunity um, to introduce Miley. We are so excited to have you on the show um, and hear all about what you're working on. Uh, Tell us what's going on. Oh, my gosh. I have so much going on right now. Um, Just to give you a little list of what I've got going on, and then I'll go back through them. The biggest thing I have coming up is Seattle Fashion Week, obviously, um, in May, I think. Um, And Seattle Fashion Week is going to kick off April 6th with its student design Comcast competition, and I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Um, I'm blogging for Power Hour now. I'm Ooh, your new celebrity fun. blog um, watcher, and I'm blogging about women um, and female celebrities that visit the Seattle area and how they positively impact their fans' lives. Oh, wow. Charlie Sheen interviews here. Thank um, God. I'm sorry. Did you say that in my out loud voice? Yes. He's not winning in my no, blog. not winning. So, um, and then I've got some events with the American Cancer Society coming up of Seattle. Yay! Now yeah. you're you're the um, Seattle Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Um, what all is that about? I oh mean, I got the buzz, and I'm all excited, and I'm not quite Everybody sure what about yet. me. What is Seattle Fashion Week, and what's my involvement? Um, I own a company called Cabral Edwards Management, and we are on the official Seattle Fashion Week team, and we put on fashion shows. Um, our first event is going to be April 6th. It's going to be a third, the third annual Student Comcast Design Competition. And what that is, is instead of professional designers, we give up-and-coming designers and students the opportunity to showcase their designs, and then we bring some of the biggest names in the city to come judge their competitions. Um, and the winner will get to showcase their designs for free at Seattle Fashion Week on professional models. Um, and it's real exciting for them. So that's coming up April 6th. It's $15 at the door. Um, we're going to have models from Hefner Model Management and Seattle Model Guild, SMG. And this is the first time that we've really got the agencies on board. So Seattle Fashion Week is definitely growing, which is exciting. Um, and then after that, we'll have um, a launch party Yay. on May 9th. We'll have <laughs> okay, a concert who doesn't love series. a launch party? I know. I know. I think we're covering that, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last year's launch party was a little too <laughs> I, I don't remember it. Oh, well, yeah. That, then it must it have been good. fun. It, it was a great party. Um, but the biggest thing for us is going to be, we're going to have an urban night this year with Seattle Fashion Week, and we're also going to have our closing designer night. And the urban night is going to be at Club Sur, and it's going to be a little bit younger um, feel, younger brands, not quite as fancy, not sure, but still very exciting for the younger crowd. And then our Distinguished Designer Night, we're going to have a 120-piece string set instead oh, of a wow. DJ. It's going to be wow. a little bit more um, up higher quality, yeah. upscale. Yeah, definitely. You know, I wanted to comment real quick on what you're saying about the urban. I like that the, that you're putting and, and creating something in the generation. Right. Um, the thing, you know, the reason that Socially Savvy was originally created was to start educating people again on what was to be social. Um, I think with everything that's happened probably the last five or six decades, there hasn't been a whole lot of information out there um, or anybody who really encourages um, 
how to interact and, and what's acceptable and what to wear and how to wear it and what to do. And I think you know, events like that will really help to go a long way, kind of create that introduction. To, you know, this is what fashion is. This is how you want to, you know, this is how the party go. This is how you want to be. It's definite, our Urban Night's definitely an introduction to fashion for the younger crowd. The 18 to 16-year-old demographic in Seattle definitely has this little and they're looking for what and what's pretty. And they're out buying, and they are impressionable. So if they find a designer that they love now, there's a chance that they're going to follow them for years and years to come. That's awesome. So maybe that. they'll stop wearing their North Face places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> Our East Side Party girl. I mean, she's always got. I mean, if you ever saw her in her most I'm casual, like the an, most anti-North Face person. <laughs> I would say it's that you're anti. It's just you are encouraging other clothing, <laughs> supporting other other designers. I am really excited about our next topic: how to not get unfriended. Yeah. Tell us who our sponsor is for this segment. Um, this this segment is brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Have you cleaned your cell phone? Um, so basically, you, you know, the, we've had so many people coming in and um, Facebooking us and messaging us and talking about all these different things about being social. Because now that we've opened up this can of worms, people really want to see changes happen. So one of the things that came up was um, we have people who genuinely go, I don't understand why I got unfriended. And there are people who are just, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be un PC, who are just stupid. So we put together um, a quick little uh, tidbit of how not to be unfriended. So you sign onto your Facebook to see what's going on, and you have two missing friends. What happened? What did I do? It's a question that comes up so often, and we felt we really needed to uh, address it. So, Irina, do you want to go over the first thing of sure. how to get unfriended? Absolutely, especially for someone who has unfriended 4,500 friends. Absolutely, I have 500 really core, really good friends. And even though I keep adding friends on a daily basis, I feel like I had to unfriend the 4,500. Did you get any backlash on that? Absolutely. I had people messaging me and saying, like, you know, why Why are we not friends anymore? And I feel like there's a, a reason for for every unfriend, but there's some of the reasons that we're going to go through. The number one is don't cuss all the time in your post. Keep that for private messages. Trashy yeah, is not classy. It's so offensive yeah, yeah. because there's different age groups that have Facebook. It could be your kids. It could be your mom who's on there, and nobody wants to see that. Well, and our, our gentleman, our resident gentleman expert, Scott Wieda, who is not here tonight, yes. on last week, he actually educated me on this topic because mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, if you want, if you feel like you have to cut, mm-hmm. make up a new word, like spell it creatively. And sure. So for the F word, he yeah. told us that he spells it F-A-A-A-K or something. So something, be creative. Funny. That way you still kind of vent and yeah. get people to understand, you know, that, that emotion, that in, intensity that you're feeling. I but agree. it doesn't have to be vulgar. I totally you know, agree. And I hate to buzz in, but I've actually separated my pages into two different pages. And I have one that only has about 120 very family and a second page that is more my professional page. I did sure. the same thing. I have a husband and three children, three boys, fortunately. And um, I had a really in-depth conversation with my older brother because I was worried, you know, out covering, you know, bars opening up and dance clubs, and yeah. then I was going managing high school football and basketball, sure. and uh, I did. I split my persona, 
keep my private life private and my public life public, so then at least I can do an interaction without feeling like I'm so at risk. I agree, and I really like what Fancy and Scott, because abbreviations all the time, FML is my favorite. I always, FML is like my everyday, and if you don't know what that means, Google it, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Uh, Pretty much, you know, bad morning, FML. (laughs) Uh, Number two, let's go to number two. Don't post every 10 seconds. Okay, so that's an extreme, and I think we all have been guilty of this, especially for business-minded. Educate by letting people know what about the hide button. So I'm definitely guilty of this. I use my Facebook as my kind of like my Twitter, my constant update. I think there are some people who do get excessive on it. Yeah, I think so. And I think sometimes it's because people are allocating a certain portion of their day to, to do updates. So they want to share all the information that they've just become aware of. So they'll do a status update. Then they might share an event that's going on. Then they might share a news article they just read. And it just, you know, it, it bombards your, your feed. So I think it's, we, we need to be more strategic because that is, it's, you will get funded. Sure. <laughs> well, and I know that there's people that are using automated systems to update their Twitter and Facebook. And what I've learned with my celebrity um, Seattle buzz is that all of mine are authentic. I don't have anything on Facebook. It's coming directly from me. And people, I think, can really tell the difference between when it's automated and when you know, it's the author actually Yeah, I think you make a great time. point. I, I know, so we're switching a little bit from Facebook, Twitter, but my lead, thank you for that because that's so true. Oh, I know using automated I on Facebook. The automated, I know when it's coming out and it's automated. It's frustrating. I don't feel like I'm interacting because social media really is about cultivating relationships with people that you can't see every day, that you don't have that FaceTime with all the time. So this is a great way to interact, build relationships, and it, it's almost disingenuous to program your tweets and then we're not interacting. You can program your Facebook too. You can't. I don't. You can. Oh, on Hootsuite? Yeah. Yeah. And social. <laughs> yeah. But I just think I like, people you should, do it. You should um, check in maybe at a like a swing event. Don't check in if you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> I love that. Let's go okay, number what's three. Number yeah. <laughs> don't verbally barf and rant. And I know this is an easy one to do since we live in Seattle. I'm a ranter. Me. I'm a ranter. I rant. You are a ranter. I I, I'll say. I rant about <laughs> I rant about the rain. rain. It happens all, all the time. Subject. Number one subject, rant. Number two, men. <laughs> ranting. Anything in moderation is okay. So ranting Absolutely. a little bit. I just think there's because some things you're that... You're keeping it real. Yeah. You can yeah. post and you can get good feedback from and there are other Absolutely. things that you should definitely send in a message. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Especially relationships. Um, number four, don't say just nothing. This I mean, is, how much like noise is there on Facebook that that means nothing? Too much. I love it when people go, "I just fed my cat." Okay, is the cat dying? Was it just born? <laughs> um, is it the last of its kind? I'm like, I have to wonder. I, and I guess from from some perspective, people. You know, it's a new venue, and they want to share what's going on. But I think there almost has to be a almost a point of common sense. If you're going to say something, have some kind of meaning behind it. You know, maybe um, a little bit of encouragement. You know, I love my cat. Have you loved your cat today? You know, something tag something at the end so that somebody else on the other end, when they're reading it, it has some meaning to them other than you just. just well, and I don't think you should be ingenuine in your Facebook page, but be positive because I agree. you'll collect positive people. 
or they'll gravitate towards you. And if you're constantly negative, I feel like I want to hear from you all day. When I check my phone for my Facebook updates, the last thing I want to see is negative, negative, negative. Yeah. So bring me down. And don't feel bad unfriending someone, but I think spring cleaning is definitely due. And people can clean up their Facebook and see what a change it is to have people who are more positive on your friend list rather than somebody who you're like, oh, why are they posting this? If you're thinking that way, then you should probably delete that person. And it's funny because we're going to, in the next topic, we're going to actually be covering some of the unfriend things. And uh, it's a sad state of affairs when you get unfriended. Um, But just like we talked earlier about, you know, educating people on the hide button, at Christmas time with um, the Duchess Report, I was covering a lot of events and trying to get a lot of information out there because the majority of the people who Facebook me want to know what's going on tonight, what's going on this weekend. I buy my tickets. Where do I need to buy them? Um, and I did. I educated them. I said, you know, go in and this is how you hide me. Then you can go to my website or my Facebook and, and look at the venues at your leisure and not feel like you're inundated. Um, you know, and then there's all these other buttons. You know, you can decide what... Uh, types of updates get sent to your phone. You can decide what types of updates get sent to your your email. So I think there's also a little bit of a responsibility on a person who has the Facebook. Instead of just unfriending somebody because they get overwhelmed or frustrated, go in and look and see are there things that you can do or in your setting that you have set up that are are overwhelming you and it's not necessarily anybody else's other than yours that you decide to have everything sent to your phone. Okay, I had... Can I something additional? Would love it. Because I have kind of my own fancies editorial on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. No one likes a hater. Oh, yeah. exactly. Hate hate. I don't want you to hate. Okay. We all have at least one friend like this, right? Her status isn't so much an update as it is a form for some free and very public anger management therapy. I she can never wait for this day to be over. She can't believe Subway put mayo on her sandwich, and she <laughs> hates it when women bring their things to the mall. They're, they're, oh, kids, not kids things. I have four things, by the way, but, okay, <laughs> kids to the mall. Babies crying on airplanes. People don't clean up after their dogs. No one likes a hater. Stop it. Stop hating. Stop. Well, and, and I think that falls under the verbally barf and rant. Yes. I, mean, I understand those times, and I've done this before, and I usually try to do it with a purpose. I'll say something, some frustration, and I'll try again. If if you feel like there's something you really need to put out there, try to put it out there with a message as a reminder. Um, I actually posted this thing today about um, how to behave on Facebook because with our, all of our listeners, it just got to the point where people were so frustrated and tired, um, and it basically came up. Uh, it had to do with post. Don't go and post on somebody's site your advertisement, your request for referral, um, your political views, your your religious um, preferences, unless, and I, I state this, unless you message them and find out if it's okay. Because there are some people who are totally cool with, yeah, that, that falls in line with who I am, and I'm happy to post that on my Facebook. But it, it takes me you know, a it could take up to a day, depending on how often they're on their Facebook. But do people the courtesy of asking first. Don't assume. You know, we've said this before. I'm going to say it again. You would never walk into a stranger's house, open the door, walk through, sit down at their dining room table, and say, what's for dinner? You wouldn't do it. So assume that their Facebook is an extension of their home. Provide them the courtesy of knocking on the door first. Yeah, I really like that. And Duchess, on that note, uh, Duchess and I went to a dinner party last night, which was awesome. Fabulous. <laughs> and uh, so the host of the dinner party shared with us 
He absolutely hates being tagged in photos. If he's out um, at a public event, yes. don't tag him. Let him choose. You know, post them on your wall. That's fine. Yeah. But let him choose. And I have another friend who actually is a photographer, and she did the same thing. I had a dinner party at my house one night and took tons of pictures. The next day I posted them, tagged everybody that I knew, and she just started inboxing me, please delete, please delete, please delete. I don't want to be tagged. Because people, you know, they have a way that they want to be perceived and presented. Yeah. And if the photos aren't consistent with that or if they are just that vain, <laughs> They don't want to be tagged in photos, so that's another one. That's a deal breaker for some. What do you, Irina? You have a comment on that? I do. I hate being tagged in photos because it's always a picture that you look. Oh, yeah. Like your girlfriend looks hot, and you're like the big yes. mess. Yeah. It's like thank you. I think there's some girlfriends who tell you that on purpose. I think so. I like, agree with you. Looks pretty, and it's I like you're the hot friend. Like yeah. No. And it's always the one that's skinnier than you, isn't it? Oh, no. Never take pictures of skinny people. Stop it. Hate <laughs> Don't like it. Well, and, you know, being an events photographer, I take hundreds and sometimes thousands of pictures a week. And, you know, this is something where I think the responsibility also falls on the person who's taking the photos. I crop. I edit. You know, I look for sensitive photos. You know, if a girl's got a cute mini skirt on and I happen to get her on an angle and, it, you know, she happens to have pink panties on. You're not going to know that. I'm going to crop that photo. I think that because we're in such an instantaneous world with the social media, we really need to take responsibility on what we're posting, what we're putting up, and I think that's a good point. When people, when I'm shooting people, I have actually had people come up and say, would you please not post that? I'm totally okay with that. Because that's not my husband. That's Can not, you yeah, please that's not, not take husband. a picture of that? Um, again, you know, if you do, would prefer not your, to have your po- po- pictures posted, if you're in a public place, you need to use your communication ability and go up to the person and ask or message them right away so they don't get put in a spot where they feel guilty for posting something because you didn't have the ability to communicate. So remember, communication is a two-way street. We want everybody to be comfortable as as much within reason. When you are in public, you need to remember that you are in public and you may not have control over everything. You can request, but it is not required. Okay, one other one that I have to share <laughs> Do not expose your friends' vices. For oh, example, yeah. you're, everyone's laughing. I think we all this has been done to <laughs> us, right? So, so well, your the friend whole room might is smoke smiling. openly outside Molly McGee's on a Friday night, but that doesn't mean they want their mother, their spouse, or even their employer to know about it. Comments like, I can't believe you managed to get home <laughs> with that last whiskey sour. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where you're tagging them in it? Yeah. Or putting it on your wall? No. Or sorry for bumming your smokes all night. That could put your friend in an awkward position at home or get them in trouble at work. If so, you're definitely going to be on the unfriend list. How about this one? Do you even remember the guy that you were with Woodless last night? (laughs) I'm sorry. That is like the meanest. That's the worst one. That's awesome. But what happens if that person... That's out of the mouth of the party girl. I mean, happy hour girl. (laughs) What happens if that person isn't just a friend, a celebrity? Because I will tell you, I had a celebrity that I booked, and he was at a nightclub in Seattle. And he left with a certain somebody, and that photo ended up on Facebook and then later on TMZ. Ooh! I but don't again, know. You know I, think, I, I, I think, unfortunately, was on the sidewalk. Well, and here's the thing is, yeah, with a celebrity, that type of stuff has a tendency to get up there first. But again, when you're in public, I think this is one of the things that really needs to be re-educated. When you're in public, 
you're in public. You I fall under the, the rights, the Constitution, the freedom of speech, the freedom for a paparazzi to shoot with their zoom lens of 240 from a mile away and get you. You've got to really be conscious of the era that we're in. Uh, I had right. somebody call me. I had shot some photos, and they said, can you do that? I said, actually, I can, but if you would like me to remove them, I'm happy to do it. I'm very gracious about it. But there is a sense, again, of re-educating the public that this is public. What you also have to understand that this is 2011. Now we have, like, local celebrities, not only celebrities. Yeah. We yeah. have local celebrities, yes, people who do. are very recognized. And, yeah, and it's you know, and it's very instant. And so they'll say, oh, yeah, I know her. Or, yeah, she lives in Bellevue or she lives in Seattle. She always goes to this place or she always goes to that place. So I think if you don't want something bad to show up on your Facebook, then act accordingly. You know, that's interesting you brought that up because on my Seattle celeb buzz, I get more information about local celebrities than national celebrities. Sure. Well, the national I would say celebrities ten, have a tendency to hide. Well, not even that. They're not even buzzing as much about, the, you know, the Justin Bieber or the Britney Spears. They're talking about, you know, the founders, the Seahawks. Yeah. Well, and this is Washington, too. We take a lot of pride in local celebrities, which I think is a great thing. We have so. celebrities? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. okay so oh, great. Burn. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the bunny Hawaii. trail, Fancy. Not, uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, why don't we, that's a great segue into our next segment. LB, why don't you tell us what this is? Um, today we are inducing, introducing a new addition to the show called Socially Acceptable and Unacceptable. Um, we've had such a great response from all of our do's and don'ts that we're finding that we can't do topics on all of them. So every week we're going to try to address um, the the, the genuine questions that come directly to us. So um, first one we're going to cover is socially acceptable. Uh, to be wrong. It is socially acceptable to be wrong. We are human beings and as such we can be wrong. If you find yourself in this situation, apologize from the heart and watch as that allows those around you to show you the grace of being human too. I think that if we as social beings start allowing this a little bit more, you're going to find that people are going to be more relaxed. They're going to be, um, they're going to serve more, and it's going to be easier with dialogues, um, etc. Um, Tracy, you want to go over the second one? Sure. This is an issue for me. It's, um, to not be afraid to ask someone's name a second or third. I will remember your face. Yeah, you know, like I'll see you. I'm like I've met you somewhere, and then I'll I've actually out. never met you. <laughs> you're pointing at me. I just want to make you feel or let you know that you didn't forget, so you're not committing a faux pas. I'm Miley, no. by the way. <laughs> I mean, I would remember someone's face, but their names, and then I had to say, you know, look again. I don't remember your name. Can you tell it to me again? And I've never had anybody to be offended about that. So I think it's better to ask, say, hey, I'm awful with names. Can you tell me your name again? So that's that's a number two in terms of being socially acceptable. Um, um, when talking, number three is when talking business, um, just don't be trying to sell yourself. I'm a big believer, and I think we all are in terms of you um, kind of get to receive and you see what's in it. I think you get much further in life if you find out what the other person needs, and then when you become a connector and you're able to give them what they need, they're going to automatically, when they need social media work done or if they want somebody to help them with their radio show or they want a celebrity Citing person that are going to go to you first because you've you've helped them with it. I agree, and I, I want to back up and and talk more about number two. So when we're when you're trying to remember someone's name, I find I t- listen. I took a class on trying to remember. I took a Dale Carnegie course for the sole purpose of learning to remember someone's name. So here's a tip I learned, and it may or may not help. It has never helped me, but I'm hoping, I'm just going to pass this information on to you. 
uh, try to, when you meet someone, develop an association for their name and maybe some some characteristic about them. But if you can't remember, I like what Tracy said, it's okay to just say, I'm horrible with names. Remind me of your name, please. That's okay to say. So on to number, so you did number three. Thank yeah. you, and I agree with you on that. So number four, to talk business. I, I did that. You did number four. Did we skip number three? Because I don't think we did talk about number four, because I had a comment. Yeah. Comment. Read it. Comment. Comment. Don't be just about selling yourself. Um, To talk business, just don't be trying to sell yourself. People are curious by nature, so let them know what you do in casual conversations. And if the relationship has developed um, in a positive way, they will think if if they need your type of services. Like, you know, when somebody comes up to you and says, I mean, the first question everybody asks, which is really boring, right? So what do you what do? You do? What do you do? Yeah. It's more interesting to ask, so, you know, what are you really passionate about? Or what did you do That's last That's a good weekend? way of putting it. I like that. What were you going to say, Miley? You know, I was going to say, it's really, it's great to tell somebody what you do once, but you don't have to say it again because they're going to remember. And if they're really interested in what you do, they're going to ask you. Well, and, you know, one of the things that we brought up on the show, it's funny, these things seem to kind of circulate, is God made us proportionate. He gave us one mouth and two ears. Listen right. and speak proportionately. And I think if if you can really get that into you and understand that it's not meant to be an insult, it's not meant to be anything other than that is how we are designed, that when you use your faculties proportionately, you are going to gain the most benefit, especially with the people. And when you're talking with somebody, the best compliment you can give them is to listen because people are craving for someone to hear them. If you understand that, you're going to serve them. You're going to find out more information. You're going to be able to develop a genuine um, relationship and possibly do business with them. It becomes a natural progression instead of something that's forced. Here's my business card. And I know you understand. I mean, as a photographer, I'm a small business owner, and I really don't have interest in doing business with somebody that I force myself on and that doesn't want to do business with me. I want to do business with somebody that came to me and is excited about a partnership. Exactly, and I think I, the bottom line is people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And so how do you cultivate that relationship? That's really the question. Trust is everything. I heard that. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, you know, that is indicative of socializing. Um, if you take a look back and you go back five generations, you're going to find that that, become, that is where it started. Socializing was the original networking, but it was done properly. So um, we are going to move on to... Um, Socially unacceptable. Tracy? Posting an event in direct opposition to someone else's in your social circle. This Um, one has very close relations. I think all of us have dealt with this in the last two weeks. Now, does it show a lack of class, but it puts you in a very bad spot by inviting people from that same circle to attend yours? Don't make people choose that you may be disappointed to find out that they don't appreciate being put in the middle. I know. As someone who does a lot of events myself, I do as much as I can try to not do my events on the same night as other women's events, like Girl Per Hour or Ladies Who Launch and Crave and things like that. Sometimes you can't help it. Yeah, it's hard. There's a lot going on in this city. Yeah, there is a lot. But, you know, I know, like, certain of those groups has the same event every month or every week. And so if you want a similar um, event, yeah, try to do it on a different night. Somebody have anything to add? Lines too, it's like if you have an event and you're inviting people, have one or two designated people who are inviting people. Like if ten people are inviting you to the same event, how annoying is that? It gets old. I don't care if it's on the same night, if it's on a different night. 
That's so annoying. AKA having 25 promoters. <laughs> okay, so second on the list, um, pointing out someone else's shortcomings. This is one of those things that, you know, and, and I'm going to be less than uh, politically correct on this. Everybody has an opinion and everybody, for lack of a better word, has an asshole. And it doesn't mean you need to use it. And that's a bit crass, I understand. But when you really think about the fundamentals of your opinion and what comes out of your mouth, it can be just unattractive. I think we really need to think there is an art of correction, but it usually reserves those that give a damn about what you say. If you don't have a relationship with somebody, then you really have no business making a mistake or perceiving that you, that they have made a mistake and trying to correct them. You should really keep it to yourself. Um, if you feel it's something that could really help them, here's here's the key. Help is asked for. If it's offered, it's not accepted. It's usually taken as an insult, and it usually comes across as you think you're better than they are. And then what we're trying to do becomes completely lost in the message. Okay, and there's got to be a disclaimer because it has to be East Coast versus West Coast. Me, oh, really? as the East Coast person. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh my Sometimes God. Sometimes people need to be, uh, you know, corrected. If, if, for instance, they got the the year wrong, then maybe you know I could say. You know, well, and again, that that <laughs> I think that falls into the art of correction. But there's very few yes. people who have that art of correction. There's a way of saying, "Hey, did you realize?" You know, there's a politeness. All people right. don't take that. <laughs> Fancy, she goes, hey, dumbass doesn't work. I love it. <laughs> um, Tracy, do you want to go over number three? Trying to position yourself as a social leader by pretending to be something you are not. Is there a reason you had me cover this one? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, my God, so totally not. No, <laughs> that was way too funny. No, um, I think a lot of people feel, there's a phrase that went around in multi-level marketing, um, fake it till you make it. I think a lot of people take that too far to the wrong place. Um, Ooh, red flag. I just grabbed someone off my phone. No, you can't. That's, that's I don't know if I like fake it till you make it. I think, uh, well, the intention of fake it till you make it was basically to believe that you are going to be this person. You're going to work towards being this person. You better be able to deliver. Exactly. And yeah, I think that's what's lost in transition. I like fake it till you make it, but you have to make it. Yeah. Right. You can yeah. fake it, but when yeah. you make it, you better deliver. Yes, I would agree with that totally. Okay, I'm sorry. I so we're talking about Tracy's in my ear saying, "Fancy, tell your tell your experience about faking it to make it." Which so it, we're <laughs> all right. I'm trying to be diplomatic about how I Did you deliver? Just deliver it. I just, just want to know. Okay, so I'll just deliver it. So I went to an event on Friday night, which was they oh. were totally faking it to make it. Evidently. Oh wow. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go there. I know she made me. I'm so proud okay. of you. Okay, Tracy made me. Okay, five. And I'm I listen. I do what I'm told. So I went to any <laughs> when I respect the person telling me that's my disclaimer for that. There we go. I went to an event on Friday that had been hugely promoted all over Facebook. Um, it looked like there were 150 RSVPs. I'm not even going to say which event it was because it doesn't matter. The point is that when you're promoting an event and you're claiming that there's a certain number of sales, in which case this particular event was stating that they sold. For 100 tickets at $65 a pop. Wow. Uh, so I went to this event as a guest because I wasn't paying $65. <laughs> so I get because I'm not faking it till I make it. Uh, so I get there and there were maybe when I first got there, yes. Okay, so 
Miley, our, our guest tonight, our interviewee, she just <laughs> she just she just held up a sign in, in which she wrote the location of the 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 place that when you tell us how they actually were so, minus the minus the ban and minus the promoters. Minus the band for, oh come on. <laughs> okay, so maybe we're we not even in double out. digits. Oh, real, we're not in double digits. Number. Okay, we're not in double digits. Minus the band and the promoters and the comp. Okay, less than. Uh, so I'll say ten. Let's say ten. Maybe ten. Ten. I'm not kidding. I, I'm truthful. I'm transparent. Maybe ten. Dying to get a first-hand account of this party. <laughs> well, you should interview me because I'm a rock star, baby. Oh, you know, I offered to bring them a real star. They weren't interested. Well, it, you know, and again, this is where the we're trying to be delicate, trying to be real about things. I mean, you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves on socially, we are positive press. Um, but there does come a point where. You have to recognize whether or not um, what you're doing is valid. If you're struggling, you have to be willing to reach out. This is, I, I really truly feel like this is an event that they should have been aware. And, you know, Seattleites are precocious at, and we're in tune. Yeah, and ask for support, though. Yeah. Yeah. You want help, ask for support. The other thing I want to mention, okay, so, so that's on the party note. There's another event that I attended in Bellevue, and so on with the theme of fake it till you make it, uh, they they invited people to a nice place at Lincoln Square, and uh, we get there and it turned out an MLM kind of presentation. But they promote yeah, what? It they, was it was <laughs> it was promoted as a networking event with a couple of professional speakers, which was true. Well, you didn't really get to network. In fact, I recall the host walking around and telling everybody to be quiet while they were putting on their presentation, which was to sell AC or, you know, the video phones. And, but I won't say where it was or who hosted it. <laughs> but anyway, my point is this. Just be transparent. If you're inviting people to an event, tell them what they can expect, and that's what they need to get and receive when they arrive. I agree. I agree. Okay, so that is going to be all for the socially acceptable and acceptable. Next week we have some great topics we're going to be covering. Now we're going to be moving on to the Social Savvy News, brought to you by Kind Bars, delicious, healthy, and gluten-free snack bars. I'm really excited to introduce now our new secret sponsor. Uh, Ryan is going to be here to fill us in. The secret sponsor is Blast, the ultimate cocktail. Ryan, you want to tell us about this? Well, yeah, thanks for uh, on first place. Um, so, yeah, I'm uh, promoting a new product coming out. It's uh, Blast by Colt 45. Um, it is a, an adult beverage, uh, 12%. It is a beverage for the drinker that, uh, not like, uh, your typical beer or alcoholic drink. That would be me. I hate beer. Um, it's, uh, tastes like Kool-Aid basically. I know. Um, I'm excited to try it today. We really, uh, heavily promote mixing and, uh, mixing the drinks and, uh, trying new things with it. It's not something you can just have to have by itself, uh, poured over ice. Um, so with the blast, there are four flavors uh, that we're launching. Um, blueberry pomegranate, strawberry lemonade, grape, and raspberry watermelon. Um, they are perfect summertime patio drinks. Um, they will be available in 24-ounce cans and 7-ounce bottles. Um, the 24 cans will, are making their way into the market as we speak, into convenience stores and I believe a few grocery stores. 
Um, the seven ounce bottles, we are looking at having those, I believe, in Albertsons um, more towards next month. And to keep you informed, we will be doing some launch parties throughout Seattle. Um, this is like Twilight, um, Our Place, Tiki Bob's, and many more. Um, looking about 20, um, I believe the 6th and 7th of May is when we're planning these. Um, these will be great places to come and try the brand. Um, they'll be doing special deals on it, and it'll be good times. Um, and all the fun with flavors. Um, our spokesperson is Snoop Dogg. I know everybody Sexy. in the world knows Snoop yeah. Dogg, and everybody loves Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg is like the Billy D. Williams. Uh, he is our new 45. face, 45. He is I know, our new we're very face. excited. Yes. He's the new smile um, for yeah, today's that, drinker. He, he is the new face yeah. of Colt 45, and this is his uh, uh, sponsored new uh, flavor. Products, yeah. Um, well, and we're really excited because our listeners, we have 50 swag bags, so everybody who RSVP'd and shows up tonight between now and 8 o'clock is going to get a sample of your product. There in is a bag. random one of four flavors in your swag bag. I know, and um, you get to be one of the first ones in Seattle to try it. Yes, yes. It is uh, the official launch was on the 31st in L.A. with Snoop and there were some major rappers and celebrities there, and I have no doubt that it's going to be a very uh, great product for us, and uh, look for it soon. Yes, and we will be linking um, to your Facebook page on our Facebook, on Irina, um, Fancy, Tracy, myself, Socially Savvy. We'll have the link so that you guys can keep updated on what is out there, where it's going to be available, um, and how to get your hands on it. So. And if you want more information on the product itself, go to blastbycolt.com. And also, I will be keeping informed with you guys on when and where our launch parties will be. Um, so that everybody has a chance to come and uh, partake and have fun. There'll be blast girls and guys, and hopefully a little bit of bag to hand out. But more, Good. more, There's more blast than, guys. Uh, we're looking to get into blast <laughs> cool. guys. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, we'll round up our girls for that. <laughs> I just missed ten minutes of that, but I started listening. To <laughs> party girl has now checked. The biggest, okay. thing, the biggest thing will be some fun parties and a chance to uh, get out and uh, try the product that I think is going to be a huge hit and a lot of people are really going to enjoy. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. We are so appreciative that we get to be one of the first ones to launch this great new product, and we look forward to seeing and all and swag bags in the future too. Definitely. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, and Tracy, can I just say one thing? We met Ryan at Working Women's Wednesday. So this is a manly man. I saw that little hot guy sitting there, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to go talk to him." So, ladies. Well, can I add one thing? Do do the hosts of the show get one? Because <laughs> yes. we don't have swag back, so I just want to know if I, I get a drink. I will make sure that you all have samples to try. He's taking very good care of us. <laughs> so we have had way too much fun chit-chatting today, so we are going to be running through the, the next set of events. Um, we're going to briefly touch on what we uh, hit this last week, and then we're going to jump right into uh, what is coming up this next week, because that is more important to you than what happened in past events. Um forward in the Duchess Report, which is brought to you by Pop Chips, never fried, never baked, and popped. Um, some of the events that we covered last week was, of course, our favorite was Working Women's Wednesday with Chick Chat Speaker Panel. Tracy, do you want to touch real quick about um, who you had there and um, how that went? Yeah, it went well. I, say, I feel that last Wednesday had the most women that I'd seen at a Working Women's Wednesday at Lucky Strike, and I could just be self-serving, but... That's 
And we had um, Debbie Lack from Sound Financial. She was our financial investor coach. Um, Mena Sagnelia, I'm going to butcher her name. I don't know how to say it, but she's from Closet Fly. She's a wardrobe stylist. She was busy the whole time. And then Jasmine Sharp from Lab 5 Fitness, and she's uh, they're opening up a new Pilates slash bar slash there's five different um, dualities, I guess, in terms of what to stay in shape up on Capitol Hill. And she was our fitness coach. So we were busy all night with that, and there was really great prizes given away. And uh, come come back, see us in May when we're going to be back with Women's Days on the east side. I want to back up just for a second and talk about uh, one really relevant. I know we weren't going to cover past events, but I think this is really relevant. There was a fundraiser held at Lucky Strike called Pray for Japan. More than 165 items donated for the raffles, and uh, they were held all night long. Great music, happy hour all night long. Socially Savvy was there. Um, And I want to let you know, so many of you attended, but you don't know what ended up happening. They were able to raise $8,800 $8,800 to send over for the relief effort in that Japan. Is so awesome. hey, we love that. That's awesome. Hey, we love Lucky Strike. Wonderful. Miss Irina. All right. right uh, let's see. Where are we? Coming up this week. So this is brought to you by Girl Girl, Go Girl Energy Drink. You've probably seen it at the store. Go Girl. The perfect energy drink for those on the go with all the good stuff and none of the bad. So let's see. What do we have? We have, uh, are you going to do the... Corks and Canvas events? Oh, yes. Um, We've talked about Corks and Canvas a lot. They Mm -hmm. are a local company that um, pairs wine and beverages um, with painting. They're going to be doing an event at Kirkland at Rovina on Tuesday. Thursday, they're going to be at Apex, which they still have openings for. And this Saturday, they're going to be at um, Matthew Estates, which has been sold out for three weeks since it launched. So if you're interested in doing a Corks and Canvas event, go to their website. We do have them linked on Facebook. And um, get your Van Gogh one. Oh, I love how you guys give the next event on Tuesday, 6.30, is the David Lawrence Spring Fashion Show. And so if you're an East Sider, you've probably been to this. This is a great event. Um, it's a great um, way to get to know the faces behind David Lawrence. Um, they're going to have light appetizers and wine. And also, they're going to give you 20% off all your purchases during the event. And there will be a JDJ beat that's going to be spinning um, at the event. And then Wednesday from 12.30 to 2.30 is the Eastside Women in Business Luncheon at Pro Cafe in Woodenville. So bring a friend and come meet other women in business just like yourself. Enjoy a great lunch while meeting other professional women in a very casual networking environment. Um, you'll also hear a brief and inspiring presentation from Julia Moore. Um, April is Organ Donation Month, and Julia will talk about her experience of donating a kidney to her daughter. Um, how awesome is that? That's incredible. Wow. She'll also talk about um, her daughter's recovery from the transplant and how her life has changed for the better. So hopefully that will get everybody um, um, interested in becoming an organ donor for Life Center Northwest. Awesome. Then this Friday we have April 8th, Mariner's Opening Day. Saturday the 9th, we have Wine versus Cancer from 2 to 5 p.m. Um, Barry Winery and Ryan Adams presents this afternoon of wine tasting and fighting cancer. Please join them from 4 the Bayer Winery in Woodenville. There's going to be 14 wineries donating to the um, area's best wine they have to offer. Again, go to our Facebook, check it out, click it, um, RSVP for it, and we would love to see you there. And then I have another uh, Chick Chat event coming up. It's actually free. 
three ninety nine. It's a chiclet author series. Um, we like that. Introducing author of Friendship Bread. You're going to meet author Darian Gee. She'll be in town from Hawaii. And the uh, event is going to be at the Eileen Fisher Store, downtown Seattle, 525 Pine Street. Starts at 5 p.m. And like I said, it's free, but the book will be available um, for purchase at the event. And you'll be able to have the author sign it. She'll be reading from her book. There'll also be plenty of wine tasting, some bubbly from Sophia Coppola Mies, and cupcakes from Irresistible Creations. And you'll get to shop Eileen Fisher, too. So. Come on down for that. It's only a couple of hours, 5 to 7 p.m. on Saturday, April 9th. And please RSVP to me at Chick Chat. Tracy at ChickChat.net. T-A-C-Y at ChickChat.net. And your pre-funk to Tracy's event is the yes. second annual Beautifully Balanced Wife Women's Event at the MC Suites Hotel Bellevue. Want a day out with your hotels? Come to the Beautifully Balanced Women's event on Saturday, April 9th, from 10 a.m. until you go to Tracy's event. <laughs> Brought to you by Pure Air. You'll be educated, inspired, and motivated to create a life with more balance, less stress, and have some fun too. More than 50 companies sharing natural products and health services, free giveaways, fitness classes, two fashion shows, and speakers sharing information from meditation to weight loss. There truly is something for everyone. So show up for that. And then head out to Tracy's Chick Chat event. Yeah, and Carrie, who puts that on, she's a really great woman. She's got a lot of really good advice, and she has her own radio show as well. Love on it. Air. So now we want to help you plan ahead. Um, so our plan ahead section is brought to you by ZipFizz, the healthy energy mix in a tube. They're so cute. I love all the different colors. I know, they're and they're yummy, too. So they're very yummy. So Monday, April 11th, um, Socially Saturday will be broadcast. From? from Bellevue. We have um, two different locations in the works. We will have information within the next 24 to 48 hours. We will be posting it with an invitation. There will be swag bags and there will be fun. So um, catch us on Facebook. Check us out. Keep your eyes open for that. Miss um, Nancy, I believe you get to talk about one of the fun events coming up um, a week from Tuesday. Yes, yes, I'm so looking forward to this event. I put it on my iCal, and I wrote it in my day timer. So, Salties on Alki, April 12th from 6 to 9. Seattle Uncorked Wine Club presents Celebrate Washington Wine and the 10th year of Sexy Syrah at Salties. We have sommeliers, David LeClaire and Tim O'Brien once again bring together 40 Northwest wineries making Syrah and Syrah blends for what has become the Syrah event. This lush, bold, spicy wine helping Northwest wineries continue to garner attention and accolades among the wine industry worldwide. So show up. Tickets are $45, and they can be purchased at www.fairstart.org. See you there. So we're going to take a quick moment here to introduce David, the owner of Aquabar, um, our gracious host for the evening. Um, is a lovely space, and we just kind of wanted to know, I, we know that you've had another location, um, so tell us a little bit about it and why you got inspired to be over here. Hey, everyone. Well, I'm so honored to be on your show. Thank you. Well, I'm originally from Seattle, and uh, I used to be a seafood wholesaler, so I sold the 250 restaurants in town when I was a teenager. Yeah, I was working for my family's seafood company, and uh, we uh, brought in all the exotic fish that you see in the markets and the restaurants, 
in the last 20 years, we, I started shipping fish from Hawaii, like tuna, swordfish, mahi-mahi, opaka-paka. I, was, I used to try to sell mahi-mahi to restaurants. And they said, I would say, would you like to try some mahi-mahi? They would they answer say, what's saying, that? What, what? <laughs> so finally, I, anyways, make a long story short, um, I decided to, opening a restaurant has been a passion of mine for a long time. I, I took a, kind of an indirect route. I started with wholesaling, and then I got out of the food business for about 10 years, and I got back into it, and uh, here I am. I've got I've, I've opened three or four different restaurants. I own Karma on 2nd Avenue, and uh, great food, great bar, good music on the weekends. Had the opportunity to come up to 3rd Avenue and try something different. And, and 10 years ago, I had a, a little seafood grill called the Bluefin Bistro. It was in the Seattle Heights condominium building. Great little bistro. Opened it, gangbuster business. Three months later, the building gets wrapped up. You know how a lot of buildings in Belltown get wrapped up with plastic? Yeah. And then, so the landlord tells me, Dave is going to be wrapped up for three years. I said, well, you guys didn't tell me that when I... Oh, no. So after three months of great business, I decided I'm not going to hang out for three years until the building is done. So in the back of my mind, I felt that, okay, one day I'm going to open up a little seafood bistro again. Well, that day is here now, and 10 years later, I opened up Aqua Bar. And it's, uh, Yay. you know what the ironic thing is? I believe in karma. That's why I named my place on 2nd nice. Avenue. Karma. I love no, that. You know what's funny, that, really funny about the story? My chef, 10 years ago, he's a great chef. His name is Jonathan Hill. And we're a casual bistro, not a, you know, not a five-star experience, but it's a, you know, great food. So I put an ad on Craigslist, three months ago for a cook. And guess who answers the ad? The same guy that cooked for me 10 years ago. This is, yeah, and he's back here again. Yay. So, anyways, we're having fun. We're, you know, offering our place out to corporate parties, corporate events. We've had a ton of parties here already in the last six weeks. We've been open, and um, so far, you know, the, the comments have been positive. And uh, you know, all I can, all we can do is best here, and hope you guys like it. Okay, on that note, I have to jump in because every time Jess and I come here, she has a favorite already on their menu. Oh, most definitely. So share. Tell us what it is. Just, you order this every time we come here. I absolutely They're chili pepper chicken wings. I'm a big wings fan, but, you know, a lot of times you feel guilty eating the wings because, like, they fried and all this. Oh, my God, these are so yummy, and they're not, like, straight in that. They are the he came over and he was so proud of the recipe. Dave was telling me, he goes, well, I have the secret recipe. You have to come down and check it out. It's typical. I really Absolutely. And I have to say that my favorite thing is definitely not on the menu. But um, a couple of weeks ago, I know I got the King Hottie of the Week. And I'm going to come on this week and say that I couldn't find a Hottie of the Week. Um, but I my week. Day yes. and David is definitely going to be my hottie. <laughs> I know you, I know you gals can't really see us or what we look like, so you'll have to check out. You'll have to come and check out yourself. So. Come check him out. And on another note, we have an audience, a live audience testimonial that is saying red pepper soup. Ooh, is, it was fantastic. Thumbs up, oh, thumbs up all the way around. So, so we're just going to have to make a conclusion and say things are red and hot here. Red hot. I love that. Awesome. Okay, so Miley, you were going to tell us about a couple of upcoming things here real quick, and then we'll be wrapping up the show. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 
I don't want to see you guys go. Okay. Well, I just did to mention really quick, I know that we talked a little bit about Seattle Fashion Week, and those are new fashions that are coming out, and those are really important. And I hope you guys all join me there. Um, but something else I wanted to talk about is I'm I'm blogging for four hours. I'm doing their celebrity buzz, and I'm going to be bringing in a celebrity guest. She's in. Can't tell you who it is on air. You off air. <laughs> I'm bringing an A-list uh, guest to the next Girl Power Hour event. It's in the clothing exchange on April 10th at Urban Feast from 11 to 2. Um, and it's going to be an exchange where girls can come and exchange clothes, and they'll keep clothes out of landfills. Um, and Watch out, girls. It's a cycle thing. You need to recycle and keep things out of the landfill. And I know that, you know, you could probably have a whole fashion show out of the fashions in the trunk of my car. <laughs> I live in my car. I live in Olympia and commute to Seattle. So I just wanted to see you guys could join me for that event. And I'll have a special A-list celebrity you can meet as well. Very nice. Yay. Well, we're so excited that you were able to be here. And I think in the future we'll definitely have to have you back on the show. Maybe as Fashion Week is going on, we can have you come in and talk about what's going on. Actually, can I ask her one question? Most definitely. You can't see them, but she has really beautiful braces on. Oh, they're gorgeous. Can you tell us? Or don't tell me they're like from some good store or something. Um, Are they? No, I stole them from my best friend, and she's <laughs> going to be here in about 10 minutes, and I'm going to go out of my purse. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. They're really Our cute, fabulous. best friend. You might want to get them back. <laughs> I, I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Miley. Um, we wanted to take a moment to thank our, our show supporters and partners. Tenth annual Sexy and Sarah, which is coming up um, in two weeks from now. We have the information for that event. It is a charity event. And as you know, about 65 to 70% of the events we cover are charity events. We're very proud to be a part of that. Um, if you're going to party, party with a cause. Um, Seattle Trend Week, of course, is coming up, and um, Miley is going to be keeping us up to date, allowing us to cover all the events so we can keep you in tune of what is coming up and what is going on and what is hot and is not. Corks and Canvas, of course, um, Van Gogh with wine, a fun way to find your inner artist. Um, our sponsors of the show, of course, are for being such a hospitable host. Apex at Alder Ridge Tasting Room, Pop Go Girl Energy Drinks, Kind Bars, Zip Fizz, um, Blast, and Sweet Talk Wipes. Uh, we are very excited to have been part of your evening this um, Monday, even though it's a little bit drizzly. Um, we hope that you... How exciting are we making Mondays? There we actually are. Our <laughs> Mondays are, are, are the totally best. People are talking about their Saturdays. We're talking about our Mondays. So the one thing I want to say is if you haven't made it down and you are on our VIP list for tonight, go ahead and... Head on here. We will be here till 9 o'clock. Happy hour will be running all night long. We have your swag bag. If you were on the VIP list, you are. You do have a swag bag waiting here for you. So show up, come socialize, drink, chat, eat with us, and thanks for being a part of the show. We love you guys. Socialize, drink, chat, eat with us, and thanks for being a part of the show. We love you guys.